0: Welcome to Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the Insurance Guru, Kevin Spann, the All State Agent, and today I'm very excited to be here. We are wrapping up our phenomenal woman series, and trust me, ladies and gentlemen, we have a phenomenal woman to present to you today. So while we do our introductions, make yourself comfortable. You should be in convenience of your own home. Get a glass of wine, settle in, and get ready for a great conversation. And by the way, if you post in the comments what you're drinking, your Chardonnay, your Moscato, whatever you have, you will have a chance to win a free bottle. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, let me introduce to you our guest, Miss Lauren Granger. Welcome, Lauren. So happy to have you you here today.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Good, good, good. Lauren, let's open up by you telling the people a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: Okay, a little bit about myself. (laughs) Well, my name is Lauren. Um, I am born and raised in North Babylon, technically West Babylon, but North Babylon schools. Um, First and foremost, I'm a mother to a beautiful, beautiful, smart uh, intelligent, brilliant little one year old nice. August. Um, a little about myself. I am a go getter. I am, uh, when I use the word extra, I'm very, I'm a lot. I can be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. To okay. be a phenomenal woman, you have to be a lot.
0: Yeah. Talk about it.
1: Um, I'm smart. You know, I'm educated. I am a daughter. I am a sister. Um, as I said, I'm a mother. I'm a good friend. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, yeah, that's. I'd say that's me. That is me.
0: <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love that you started there and you did a great job of defining all of your roles because that's what a woman has to do. You have to be all that yep. and a bag of chips, they used to yep. say back in the day. <laughs> yep. And definitely a shout-out to August. She's not only uh, my grandson Mason's yep. best friend. She's yep. his only friend. So yep. if you ask him yep. who's your friend? August, (laughs) August, so they took some really cute uh, pictures together. Um, Lauren, on one hand, I want to jump right into GLG contracting because what you do is so unique, not only to me, but the audience as well, Um, but before we get there, Let's talk a little bit about your formal background. Let's talk about your education and some jobs you've done prior to starting GLG Contracting.
1: Okay. So, education, I'll start with. As I said, I went to North Babylon. I attended uh, Geneseo University, which is a SUNY school, upstate New York. Um, Culture shock, I will say that. uh, But phenomenal experience. Great education. Um, As far as work experience. So, I came home and I... I originally, you know, you come home from college, you're not sure what you want to do. So my first job outside or out of school was working for the state with um, – um, uh, working for the state with individuals who have disabilities. Okay. And I actually enjoyed it. You know, I did enjoy it, um, <clears throat> but just it wasn't what I wanted to do, you know, for the forever. It wasn't what I wanted to do forever. So I reached out to a woman um, who – I never really, I don't think I thanked her for this. Um, Teresa Sanders, I reached out to her because she, at the time, uh, she is uh, the president of the Urban League of Long Island. Okay. And I said, you know, if you know of any of our opportunities, let me know. She said, well, as a matter of fact, we have something. So from that 21 years old, I was managing, uh, direct managing a team of three individuals and then overseeing a team of uh, over 250. Um, for this program called the Mature Workers Program, so that was my first real job. I'll say that that was my first real job, and I was had my own office. I mean, I 21 years old. I thought I was hot stuff.
0: Okay, so you <laughs> you dropped a jewel right there okay. that I can't just let resonate. So, so so ladies, young ones that's tuning in, bring the young ones to the phone. The the first segue that you made, you were doing a job that you didn't necessarily love. Maybe you weren't passionate about it. Happy to have been that passionate, right. but you made a phone call that many people don't make. You tapped into your network yes. and you let it be known to someone that if there's something else out there, I would like yes. to do it. How did you get that networking skill? Who taught you to ask that question to let it be known that you're available?
1: So what's funny is I have a younger sister. Okay. <laughs> so she, uh, did a program. She was studied abroad for about two years. And one of the things she said to me, I remember when she was studying abroad, and this is, I'm, I'm older than her, so this is when I was in the job uh, that, again, I, I I enjoyed working for the state. It just wasn't what I wanted to do forever. I remember her. she was saying to me, reach out to your network and tell them you're available and reach out to the people that you aspire to be. It doesn't matter who how high up they are. Reach out to who you aspire to be. And then another thing she said, which I used in all of my interviews, uh, you know, when I used to interview often, was, uh, I'm like a sponge, so, I will absorb whatever you're teaching me. I'm like a sponge. So, I, I took that and ran with it. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Um, but shout, that's who
1: gave me that gem.
0: Shout out to Lindsay, yeah. the younger sister. I have a yes. funny younger sister story that I hope I remember that I'll share with you. I have to say it now because I'll, I'll forget. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm listening to a book uh, right now by Shonda Rhimes okay. uh, The Year of Yes. And Shonda Rhimes is the youngest of six children. And she's that one in her family that has obviously done some amazing things. I think Shonda Rhimes goes without introduction. I don't have to talk about all the things she's written for. But she talked about that experience. So shout out to Lindsay for sharing with yeah. Big Sis how to network because people, um, that's everything right there. And and if you're yeah. taking notes, say it one more time about uh, talk to who you aspire to be. How did yes, you say talk, that?
1: Reach out to the people that you aspire to be. And I mean, if it's as small as, not as small as, but take them out to lunch and just ask questions, let them know if, you know, what you're looking for. If you think you're the best person for that position, or if you think that, uh, you want to be uh, afforded the opportunity, if they know of anything that's available to make you become like them.
0: That's, that's so awesome. Quiet. Don't cut it. There's no quiet. You have to speak up for yourself. And you have to ask for the opportunity. So you go from the state to a yep. massive leadership opportunity. Yes. You're leading 200 people. Where do we go from there?
1: So from the Urban League, then I started working for an insurance company. Um, and I'll be honest, the only reason I left um, the Urban League, which, again, that was a phenomenal experience. I mean, I can't – what I learned and, and what it uh, – pretty much turned me into, I can't, uh, you can't just learn that. That's not something, you know, we talked about this earlier. You don't learn that in school. So the experience I got, um, I can't, I can't, uh, I guess, thank her enough for allowing me to do that, but I can't, it wasn't something that I was gonna get from a book. It wasn't something I was gonna get from um, the state. You know, it was something that I was in a leadership role at a young age and it gave me confidence to be able to say, well, you know, I can do this somewhere else also. So Gosh. that said, I ended up getting the position, an insurance position, which the reason I took it is because of the money. I'm you know, I'm very motivated by
0: No the apology. <laughs> Let's talk about those green dollar bills. Yeah. As, as, this is America and, yeah. and we love the opportunity to get as much of those green dollars as we can possibly get. So you come into insurance, you yes. spend some time there. Yes. Okay. And, and what comes next?
1: So, health insurance, and I still actually do that. So, health insurance, I specifically work with individuals with Medicare. Um, that said, it got to a point where I just got really good at it, and I had a lot of free time, a lot of free time. Um, you know, when you're given in, in a sales position, I was in a sales position with health insurance, and you know, you're given a quota to meet every month. So, I was meeting my quota very early in the month, and then it's kind of like, okay, you know, I'll kind of relax the rest of the month, but I'm not the kind of person that can just sit still, you know? So being that I had all that free time, that's when I decided to get my real estate license. So I got my real estate license, and the initial purpose was just for me to purchase my own house. I figured, you know what? Why not learn how to do it so I can buy my own house myself? And that was my next job.
0: So let me get a time out there. Where does that thought process (laughs) come from uh most people would just call an agent and just go through the process of buying it what triggered you to say let me get a license so I could buy my own house I
1: I don't know I guess I just feel like and this is not this is not a good thing all the time (laughs) I just feel like I can do anything I really have that mentality that I can do anything and I'm going to try it and if it doesn't work then I'll hire somebody (laughs) you know but I tried it and I bought my own house. <laughs>
0: so. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. And those you taking notes, you know, write that down right there. I, I can do anything. That's an awesome attitude. It's an awesome energy, and it's an awesome spirit to have about yourself. And to be a go getter. To you're working and doing well in one field, and you go get another license, and in another field, and you move forward, and you buy your own house. Why? Because you can do that as good as. Anyone, and right. you're still active, you still have your real estate license, and you're yes. absolutely helping people with that as well. Yes.
1: Yes. So then from there, now people started to find out, Lauren has her real estate license. Um, so, you know, I have a pretty uh, robust, I'll say, network of friends, we'll say, that, you know, we at the same time, we were all at that point where we're going to buy our first home. So I was getting a lot of phone calls, helping a lot of friends, um... But you know, it's it's tough on Long Island. It is not an inexpensive place to live.
0: It's very expensive to live on Long Island, as most of the listening audience will know. So I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, one of the standards, uh, for those who don't know, Lauren is very good friends with my son uh, Kevin. Um, and as Kevin was out of college and pursuing his hoop dreams and uh, pursuing his insurance career and different things that he was interested in. Actually, you motivated him to get a real estate license as well. But one of the things I would have, I would talk to him about, I would say, Doc, who do you know that's under 30 that has two things, their own car and their own place? And guess who he knew? <laughs> you. So uh, you were you were that person yep, yep. for him. So when it came time for him to buy his house, who did he come to? He, he came to that you. That's me, yep. yep, yep absolutely yep. so. Very inspirational. The things that you're doing, you're obviously inspiring others in your network and outside of your network. You get your real estate license, Mm -hmm. and now you have family, friends, people in your network. They're looking, so obviously they're they're going to come to you. So today we're going to talk about a lot about GLG contracting because that's why you're here. That's why you're part of the Phenomenal Woman series because you're doing something— That's different. It's a little bit strange to me that here in 2021, we're so far, but there are still a lot of industries and fields that a lot of women are not in. I would say the contracting industry is one of them. So, Lauren, how did you get here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so contracting. Um, So I'll say... Uh, real estate did lead me to contracting. And I say that because being that Long Island is not an – it's expensive. Bottom line is the, the taxes, you know, it's, it's, it's very expensive to live here. But a lot of people want to live here. So what – I was working with people that were looking for rehab homes. So – In order to purchase a rehab home, you have to have a contractor that can do the work because the bank, when you purchase a rehab home, the bank is going to give the money to the contractor. And, you know, the majority of the people that I did work with with real estate are personal friends, and they were getting in situations where the contractors were flaky or they, you know, weren't keeping uh, the uh, – they weren't sticking to the agreed-upon terms, you know, or they had to, you know – they were asking for more money, so I saw how much of a hassle it was, and being the person that I am, well, if he can do that, I can do that, there, I said, you know what, let me just become a contractor.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there, that That I-can-do-anything attitude, the same thing that drove you to get your real estate license also drove you... Mm-hmm to start your own contracting company so you can better take care of those in your network so they wouldn't get beat on these houses because people are buying for different reasons, right? Yes. You're buying a fixer-upper because you can afford it. Maybe you're going to get into flipping houses, buying investment properties. And um, that's one thing people have to think about. Yes, it's a, a great house. It's the, maybe it's the worst house on the best block, but it's what I can afford. It's the school district that I want. But Maybe you're all thumbs like me. I can't fix anything, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of that. That's not my skill set. Mm-hmm. But you have the can-do spirit, and you start a GLG contracting. Two questions. What does GLG stand for, and when did you actually start it?
1: Okay, so funny story. Um, well, I do want to say one thing. When it came to the contracting company, originally it was – originally I did it to help friends um, purchase houses – and and do the renovations without them uh, having the hassle of dealing with contractors they couldn't trust or didn't really know. Um, I would be remiss if I did not say I owe a lot of this to my significant other Frank because uh, he is the one who put that application in my hand and said, "Get your license." You know, so um, that was in two thousand and the end of two thousand. said the beginning of two thousand eighteen. So I've had the license for. What are we in, 21? Three 21, years, yeah. yes. <laughs> so uh, three years and the name. Okay. So once again, Lauren thinks she can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went I went on to LegalZoom. So I, I contacted uh, Suffolk County to find out what the process was uh, to form um, a – I'm sorry, to apply for a home improvement license, to be a, a home improvement uh, general contractor. And once I got all that information, I went to LegalZoom, and I went through all the paperwork. The name was LG Contracting, Lauren Granger Contracting. Everything got approved. Um, I got literally, I was at the last step, and then I received a letter stating that name is already taken. Wow. So I had a day to figure out what I wanted to do. I said, you know what? I'll add a G in front of it. Now the, f- the reason I say it's funny is because these are actually my father's initials. Let's go. So, but I didn't I didn't do it on purpose, but I'm happy that these <laughs> nice. are his initials. So, that's 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 where the name came from.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. And you are daddy's girl. So funny yeah. story, people. I was going to get to this later, but it came up now. Uh, Lauren is the contractor that right now is in the process of renovating my basement, uh, doing an amazing job. Amazing <laughs> job. Very, very happy. If you want to see the pictures, follow Lauren on GLG Contracting on Instagram. Not only my basement, but she does a great job of posting her befores and afters so you can see um, what some of her work looked like before and what it looked like after. Um, so I wanted to tell the the uh, girl dad story or the daddy's girl story because uh, while working on my basement, your dad came over to kind of look at your work, and he's been back a few times. Yeah. And the smile, that proud papa oh. look on his face that I'm familiar <laughs> with, it he was just cheesing all over the place. He yeah. was he was ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Now was dad a contractor?
1: Um, he can do everything. So, yes, he yes, I'll say he is because he can do everything. Okay. Um, but my dad is retired, so he wants to do what he wants to do. You know, no. But he can do everything. And I will say, after coming to your basement maybe the second time, he's just started renovating his entire basement. So <laughs> I think it's going to look exactly like your basement. <laughs>
0: now, did he hire you?
1: Well, he's doing it. Like, he, I get my, I can do it myself from him. So he is doing everything himself, and then there's going to be a point where he's going to say, "Hey, Law, uh, give me the uh, tile glass information." You know, so okay,
0: okay. So <laughs> Which, I, I, I've problem. never dropped a "Come on, man" or a "Come on, son" on this, but Mister Granger, come on, son, come on, man. Let 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 your daughter live. She's excellent. So, Lauren, I'm gonna jump right in. Um, I've been in my house for twenty years. Yep. Never finished my basement. We had some issues with water and stuff like that. That was resolved. And I've talked to many contractors over the years about my desire to do this. And we'd always have a conversation, but we right. never make any progress at all. Right. So, people, this is why Lauren has the contract to do my basement. <laughs> I had a contract with Lauren about 11 o'clock. We walked through my basement. I told her what I wanted to do. And by 12, she was back, and my basement was chalked up. She did (laughs) lines, and, Kevin, you want this, you want that, you want a bathroom, you want a bedroom, you want this, that. And it was chalked up, and you brought my vision to reality that I can see it. I really could see what I was thinking about doing, and you brought it to reality, and it's been all wonderful progress since then because when you have a vision and taking nothing away from people I talked to tried to do it. Right. But if people don't jump on it, you think you're a little bit crazy that you see something that can't be done or people are quick to point out the obstacle as opposed to the opportunity. Right. You showed the opportunity. So you chalk out the basement and a week later, you have blueprints on my wall. I'm like, <laughs> hey, this, is, this is actually going to take place. This yeah, is yeah. this is going to happen. There's been nothing but a wonderful Ever since. So um, I mentioned your IG page, that you have yes. a lot of wonderful pictures. Um, is there a favorite project that you've done, Any, a favorite contracting thing that you've yeah, done? Yeah, well, to?
1: of course I love your project. Okay. 100%. But I'll say my favorite is actually this. We turned a a two-piece bathroom, so it was just the sink and toilet into a three-piece bathroom. And as small as it was, I want to say it was, oh, man, I'm going to exaggerate here. I know it was... Maybe eight by eight. It was very small. But that was my favorite project because it was – you ever see the show uh, Tiny House?
0: Yes. Okay. So
1: (laughs) it was like I had to think outside of the way I usually think. But it was so beautiful. At the end, it came out so beautiful. Um, uh, Selden. That was in Selden. So that was my favorite uh, favorite of of all the projects I did. Even though it was the smallest, it was my favorite because I didn't think it was possible – until it was done.
0: Everything is impossible until it's possible. So right. here's, here's here's that spirit and here's that attitude again. I love it. It's so amazing that you chose the smallest project, not the biggest one, not the one you made the financial game, but because it seems so challenging right. and that probably fulfills something inside you. So you mentioned that bathroom. Yes. Um, I was doing my due diligence, my research, which is limited to your scrolling your IG and seeing <laughs> what's there. Yeah. Um, I saw a beautiful kitchen that you did as well.
1: Okay, Uh, we did quite a few kitchens. So uh, you're probably talking about Ninth Street. Was it white?
0: I don't know. Yes, it was white. Okay,
1: so yeah. It was a black
0: and white, but the white was dominant, yes.
1: Okay, so yeah, the kitchens, I mean, when it comes to kitchens, I think I'll say my specialty might be kitchens only because, or I can't even, my specialty is everything. Uh, But with kitchens, as long as uh, the client is willing to, say, okay, just, you know, you have free range. Of course, the client makes the final decision. You can rearrange and create whatever vision you want to. So the farmhouse sink, that's one of our signature items now. Um, I talked you into the uh, the glass shower door. Yes. (laughs) You know, the signature item. Things like that, you know, just... Those become the focal pieces. So I believe that's the kitchen you're referring to with the farmhouse sink. Yes,
0: absolutely. So, so let's stop right there. For, yeah. for those of us, including me, that doesn't know what a farmhouse okay. sink is, let's give a description to the people so okay. they can visualize it.
1: So a farmhouse sink, um, usually sinks are flush. You know, if you're standing in front of the sink, the uh, countertop is the countertop and the sink is flush. The farmhouse sink comes out. Uh, okay. so it's sort of, a uh, not, maybe not even an inch, maybe a half of an inch it comes out, but it just gives it, it's, it's deep, it's big. It's like a farmhouse sink. You know, you just think of it like the, the, the old sinks used to wash clothes in, okay. but on a little, sm- a smaller scale. And okay. usually they can be stainless steel. They can be porcelain. Um, I've seen all types. I've seen, um, uh, I've seen gold ones that were like, uh, not steel, maybe it was steel, but yeah, farmhouse sinks can come in, all different shapes, all different sizes, and they're just a bit bigger than a regular sink.
0: And it really changes your look. So people that have been in your houses like me for 20 years, and yeah. you're not going to move, but you want to change the look. Yeah. I think you can tell just by her answers. We have no scripts in her hand; She's not looking at notes. This is real experience. I love talking to people that can talk off the cuff because to me as a consumer, that validates that you know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. Um and it just gives me confidence in people. I love working with people that know what they're doing. So, Lauren, I want to have some some fun with you and talk about your, your leadership as well. Um, I'm having fun uh, watching you lead your workers. <laughs> and it, it is fun because you have a healthy mixture of men that work healthy. with you, uh, younger older men, but they are under your tutelage and your direction. <laughs> how do you? How does working with men as a contractor, and you have a variety of specialists, floor <laughs> guys, painters, how does this experience as the owner of your small business compare maybe with the, the corporate side?
1: Okay, so this, it's entertaining. I'm going, I'm going to start by saying that it's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and it's entertaining because... You know, there's a bigger picture at the end of the tunnel. So I will say with this particular industry, with this particular industry, one, anyone, everyone, everyone everyone who works with GLG Contracting, we are, when I tell you it's a family, this is not my business. This is our business. Okay. Because the reality is I'm not the person laying the tile. I'm Mm -hmm. not the person who's going to be laying the floor. I'm not physically doing the manual labor. I'm just organizing it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure I have the right person to do the job. Um, but everyone has their own personality, okay? And and in addition to that, um, these are not inexperienced uh, tradespeople. So everyone thinks that they do everything the best. And it's comical because, again, I can see the bigger picture. And how is it different? Uh, hmm. Well, there's no suits. You know, <laughs> there's no suits. Um, it's... I, I, I do enjoy this much more because <clears throat> I guess people can just be more themselves.
0: Okay. You know, they're
1: just more themselves. And I think I really enjoy this, like managing this type of field uh, versus the corporate world because not to say any of my other jobs weren't like a family, but the fact that everyone who works for GLG uh, understands my vision You know, and it's essentially, they're supporting me. They're making my dreams come true. You know, that's that's the best feeling in the world. That's the, I can't, there's no better feeling than that, you know, than having people support you and go hard for you, you know, to get, to, 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 to make your vision. And of course, my job is to make sure to keep everybody happy too, you know, so... I have to kind of listen to the complaining and you know what, you're right. You could have did it better, but you know, we have this person doing it. So,
0: you know, so I I, I love it. I love it. Uh, man, you gave me, you gave me so many things to go off of there. I'm just trying to figure out which point I'm going to jump in and how we are going to drive forward from there? Uh, long story short, um, because you've created a family work atmosphere, Mm -hmm. um, you're not running into any obstacles with the male ego. You are, right. you're doing this stuff. I've, I've had times where I've asked uh, someone what's next. They said, I don't know. Lauren's the boss. You got, <laughs> you got to talk to, to the boss. I, I don't know what is going to happen next. I'm mm-hmm. like, excellent. I love it because you have taken charge and it's all moving forward smoothly and I'm not involved. Right. And I absolutely love it. So Lauren, what would you say to um, young girls? Yep. that are listening, uh, the daughter that's sitting there with her mother that wants to work in this field. And that, um, let's let's not start at the top. Let's talk about the trades. You right. know? So you have, let's see if I can name it, you've got a plumber working there, you've yep. got an electrician, mm-hmm. drywaller, floor guy, painters. What would you say to young girls that want to work in these fields as tradespeople? I guess that's the proper term.
1: Um, I think that, okay, learning how to do something. With your hands, like what you just mentioned, whether you want, to, whether you know how to do basic carpentry work, like uh, hang uh, sheet sheetrock up, you know, or frame a room, whether you know how to paint properly, whether you know how to lay floors, those are all the types of jobs that are never going to go anywhere, you know. Or and let's say machines do take it over, they're going to need somebody to to program the machine to know what they, you know, to to know how to do it. So those are all things. Um, that I think I wish I'd have paid more attention to, you know, as a kid, because <clears throat> I my dad can do all of this stuff, so you know he showed us things here and there. But I do wish I did have more experience and took advantage when I was younger versus learning how to do everything now. Because I still do, you know, I get my hands dirty sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just um, if somebody can do it better than me, I'd rather let them do it. Um, but if you have the opportunity to learn how to do uh, any trade, take advantage because even if you don't make it a business, if you can fix something in your own home instead of have to hire somebody, why not do that? You know, I mean, something as simple as a a, a leaky sink, you know, anyone should know how to do that. Young girls, you know, who become women, young boys who become men, you know, you want to be able to take care of your family. So I think it's, I think it's, you should go full speed ahead and take advantage of any trade if you're given the opportunity to learn it.
0: I, I agree with you one thousand percent. For anybody that knows me personally, you know that I married a tradeswoman, and you know that she can fix everything in uh, in our house. And it's hard for me to bring somebody into my house <laughs> to do anything. So, <laughs> if Lauren's there, you know how good you know how good she is. That she absolutely excels at what she at what she does. But that that's awesome, and I really like what you said about um, as we go through this technology transition. Every business is changing. I'm changing. I have to be more digital than I've ever been. I'm very confident the trades will always be there. You'll always need an electrician. You'll absolutely always need a plumber. HVAC people will always work. You'll always need someone to lay floor, and you'll always need someone to frame, hang sheetrock, drywall, and all of that. So any of you that are out there listening, if you're thinking about things you want to do or if you've had – any of these flaky experiences that Lauren is, is talking about, this is a person that you absolutely want to want to talk to, okay? Definitely. so So, Lauren, talk to me about um, what's next for Lauren Granger and what's next for GLG.
1: So what's next? Um, I do enjoy doing uh, residential renovations, but there's always a bigger picture. So the bigger picture would be to... Move on to bigger uh, tasks, which I would say, I don't know, could go hotels, office buildings, um, you know, you name it. <laughs> the next step is now that we've mastered this type of project, because we've done quite a few, you know, we started with just the bathrooms, the kitchens. Now I'm at a point where we can't take on the smaller jobs, you know, because I don't, like, we are a family, and I kind of want to keep it, you know, that way, because I, it just works better that way. So we don't take on too many jobs at at any any one point at any given point. And, um, the next is just to go onto just bigger opportunities. So buildings, I would say buildings, you know, ultimately I want to own my own building, whatever that building might be and use my company to renovate the building and then be able to constantly just make income. Because as I said, I have a daughter now, everything I do is with her in mind. And I just want to make sure she never needs for anything. You know, I want to create a wealth for her and her kids and and, 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 and their kids and et
0: cetera. I, I love it. And I noticed something that you and I talked about. You guys are a family business right now. Your vision is bigger than your family. So at some point, yeah, you're going to need to bring have some other people join the family. So if there are people listening to this yes. with, with skills – maybe teenagers, maybe college students, yes, maybe girls, maybe boys, and they have an interest in doing this work. Yes. Um, can they reach out to you? And Absolutely. who are you looking for? And who would you like to reach out to you?
1: Absolutely. So if you have experience, that's great. I mean, we can always use people with experience. Um, but one thing, uh, an in- initiative that we actually just recently started was, I'll call it an apprenticeship. Um, we have one Possibly two, Khalil, which I love Khalil, nice. <laughs> two um, younger kids. So one to 17, I say kids, t- 17 and 21, so not kids, um, the young men. Um, but they are learning from the skilled tradesmen who have been doing it for years. And ultimately, if they decide to continue to move forward with GLG contracting, that would be amazing because those are like my brothers now. Um, if they decide to take it on and, and, and create their own opportunities, I would absolutely support that as well. But um, whether you are someone who has no experience or you're someone who has experience, if you're interested in this type of work, please, I, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm absolutely open to it because, like you said, I, we are expanding and we are going to need more hands on deck.
0: That that's a that's that, that's a wonderful thing. You talked about your family. Shout out to Frank and everybody that's in the family. Uh, people, these are all licensed union contractors. Work for New York City, yep. New York State. They're at the top of their game. They are perfectionists. They ultimately want to do everything uh right. So uh, definitely happy to hear about the apprenticeship program. I know Khalil. Very well, and when we get back to the house. I'm going to tell Trey to put an application in yes. his, as as <laughs> sure. well. He needs to get get to work and learn because yeah. I certainly can't, uh, I, I certainly can't can't teach him. So I, I love everything <laughs> that you that you're doing, that you have going, and I like your vision, your aspirational business vision, just to do more. Because guess what, more people are going to need it. There's no end. There's no right. cap on what you can do. And also like the answer, something that people don't learn in business sometimes. Is one of the best answers you can give people sometimes is, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Right. How is that for you telling someone that? Any issues with saying no to people?
1: Uh, no, I don't think I'm. <laughs> I really don't have an issue saying so no. No. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty cut to cut straight to the point, cut to the chase. Um, but yeah, I don't think I, I really haven't been in a position where I had to kind of, uh. I was never – as of recent, I haven't been put in any positions where anyone, I guess, has asked, what, to come on board? Or and it just Or just even, even a
0: job that I want something fixed that maybe doesn't fit in oh, the scope.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. If we, we can't uh, – it has to make sense financially. Yes, we are a family. Yes, I love what I do, but it has to make sense financially. So, unfortunately, you know, if it comes to – someone who just might need, I don't know, just a floor down um, or just like a bathroom cleanup, you know, small renovation, I will absolutely subcontract that out or okay. refer them to somebody who's amazing. But i we can't take the smaller jobs right now only because it just it has to make financially <laughs> sense for the company.
0: Absolutely. If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. And I think because of what we've just gone through with the pandemic and everything, I think a lot of people do it exactly what I'm doing, trying to take more advantage of their current living space and do a little bit more at home because God knows yeah. uh, if and when we're going to go back to doing all the things that we used to do outside of our of our homes. Right. Okay. Um, right. Lori, anything else at all that I didn't ask you that you wanted to tell the people about you, about GLG? Oh, I know what I didn't ask you. Yeah. How, if people want to get involved, how should they contact you? If they oh. One, if they're looking for projects that if they want renovations done in their home, how should they get in touch with you?
1: Call me. Uh, my direct phone number, Cell would be the easiest way to get me. Call, text, whatever's easier for you. Uh, 516-473-1336. Uh, you can email glgcontracting1 at gmail.com and that's the number one. Um, or go onto the Instagram page and you could DM. So the Instagram page is uh, uh, glgcontracting. And um, you could send a direct message and someone will respond, I'd say, within 24 hours.
0: Excellent. That's, that's an outstanding standard. So, Lauren, this is the name of this podcast is Wind Down with Kev. Mm-hmm. I started this podcast over a year ago because I'm a nonstop type A personality that can do anything except for relax. <laughs> uh, and that's what this was supposed to be, a chance to relax and wind down and just kick it and talk to people. How do you wind down? How do you wind down from being a mom, a business owner, entrepreneur, sister—all the things you named at the beginning? How do you wind down?
1: So we talked about this briefly earlier. Uh, my wind down comes from my home. Um, so you said people are going to be utilizing their homes more. Could be. So I do. I strongly believe that where you live, where you sleep, where you spend the majority of your life outside of work. It should be your kingdom, whatever that equates to, whether that means you're a tiny house person or you want to live in a castle. Um, So I I just moved um, to eastern Suffolk County. Uh, I purchased a house that has everything I never knew I wanted. The land, my daughter can run around. We have a trampoline in the backyard. Um, I was walking down the street the other day, and I was pleasantly surprised uh, by watching six to seven wild turkeys,
0: Wild turkeys.
1: <laughs> walk past me, like, what, what are you doing in our neighborhood? You know? <laughs> this, is, this is, you know, the wilderness. Walk past me gracefully. Um, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm being too, like, corny, but it's like a fairy tale because the deer will actually walk up to you, not touch you, but walk close enough where you would think they should run. But, you know, it's just... The animals are friendly, if that right. makes sense. Well, you moved um, into
0: their neighborhood. That's a yes, good thing. Yes, yes.
1: And the, na- the, the people are just, because uh, the, the area that I live in, because it's uh, a, a small town, and I think this has to do with it, everyone is just so friendly. Nice. You know, it's just, you know, when you walk down the street, drive down the street, and everyone goes out of their way to wave and smile? Yes. It's that kind of neighborhood. So that's how I wind down, just sitting in the backyard, putting my feet up, reading a book, and just breathing and relaxing. You know, and watching my daughter grow, that's 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 the best feeling in the world is watching my daughter just grow and just be her.
0: Out, outstanding. I love that. So take that, Jewel, for how to wind down. What are you reading now?
1: Um. Okay, so I was reading Obama's book, but it is quite long. It's very long. It is quite, <laughs> quite long. He is long-winded, but I think that's necessary. <laughs> for him, it is necessary because he wants us to get it, so... Uh that's what I was reading. Um I have quite a few books, so I'll say this is a book that I recently read. Uh This One Thing. Okay, This One Thing, which is that's another good book. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I was going to say 48 Laws of Power, but I you know, I have that I have mixed feelings about that, so I will kind of want to take that back. You know, I do. I do. I have mixed feelings about it, but I'd say the the Obama's book is the most recent of my reads. Good, yes. Yeah. and Obama's
0: book is uh, it's long. Very. I'm listening to <laughs> it. Um, I don't have a lot of time when I'm stationary to read a physical book. Yeah. But I have drive time between West Babylon and Queens every day, so I'm listening to books now. Audible. And amazing. I tried listening to Obama's book, and you know a lot of his stories. Some parts are real funny, especially having uh, Michelle's struggle days before they arrived. That's yes. very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the stories of his presidency, you kind of know most of it because mm-hmm. we lived it. So it was a hard listen yeah. uh, for, for me for me as well. But right now, I mentioned earlier, Shonda Rhimes, The Year of Yes, excellent, excellent, book, yeah. uh, excellent, excellent, excellent um, listen. I'll say listen. You know, not physically reading it, but it's a great listen. It's a great company for me. Um, and definitely something that helps me to wind down as well. Yeah. I
1: like to read. I actually have a book club.
0: So <laughs> You have a book club? What's yeah. the name of the book club?
1: Um, we don't have a name. It's on WhatsApp. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's book club. <laughs> okay. So there's about 40 people. And um, selfishly, I created it to force myself to read more. Okay. But then I figured it would be easier or it's easier to get people engaged when they're choosing the books themselves. So everyone will send me, you know, every month they'll send me or every three months they'll send a, uh, quite a few books. And then I'll narrow it down, and we read the books that are um, that are suggested by more than one person, and that have good ratings. Okay. Yeah, so that's- So uh, you
0: guys, so we share, we choose the books, everybody yeah. reads it, and we discuss it over WhatsApp? WhatsApp,
1: yeah. So it's not the best way to discuss, you know. I do know quite a few of the people that are in the group uh, personally, so we will speak about it, but uh, yeah, most of the discussion takes place on WhatsApp, which- it's very convenient also because okay. you can kind of chime in, chime out when you want to also. And now with the phones, you know, you can speak text. So you can leave your full audio message <laughs> as to what your feelings are, what you thought about a particular part in a book. So
0: That's just that's just another uh, amazing thing. So we opened up, you talked about networking, and now we're closing up and you're talking about a book club, which to me is a great way to stay fresh and talk with people about fresh ideas yes. and uh Just staying current and getting outside of yourself. I think it's very important to get out of your head and listen to someone else and get into what someone else is doing and get away from yourself for a minute because we have to. We have to. Yeah, I
1: agree.
0: Lauren, you have been absolutely a wonderful guest. I think everybody will agree. Absolutely phenomenal woman. Very, very worthy of uh, being here. (laughs) You've made this episode very fun. Uh, Final thoughts to share before we...
1: Close down. Um, well, first, I just want to say thank you for even considering me to be on this podcast because I've listened to quite a few, and I'm completely blown away by the guests that you had. So the fact that you thought I should be on this, I'm humbled. Um, I do want to say thank you to also you and Nisi and to Kevin um, because Kevin is the one who even you know referred referred me referred you to me to use the company. And I do want to just share a funny story. I think about this all the time. I couldn't wait to say this. <laughs> So when Kevin was uh, – he just finished the basketball uh, career, not not uh, coaching, but him playing, mm-hmm. and he was between jobs, so he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. And at the time, I was with the insurance company. Yes. And I said, Kevin, just come, come to the insurance company. I'll get you in because, you know, I was c- close with the, uh, you know, some of the higher-ups. I said, just give me the resume. So he said, okay, let me talk to my dad. So he said – he went to you, and he said, you know, dad, what – what do you think? And you said, well, how much does she make? And he said, 150000 He said, you cut him off mid-sentence and said, well, what are we talking about then? <laughs> what are we talking about then? <laughs> Kevin reenacted that story to me
0: why are why are we discussing right this? what
1: are we talking about what, yeah. right what so. are the other
0: what are the other details in this story and why doesn't lauren have your resume yeah when it when it comes to dollars and, and, and cents right uh, i'm a pretty emotionally detached person when the numbers are right go get the numbers there's nothing else to to discuss you know what is the i'm not right. even interested in hearing about the downside of this of this opportunity no that that's me 100 percent and I when use it,
1: that saying now just I I'll use it because it became part of one of my sayings. what are we talking about.
0: What what are we why are we still right. discussing it? Now I firmly believe that uh people should have ideas in their head. They should have very specific numbers. So if you were to offer me a number right now, I should know what that number is. I should yeah. not be like, you know, I need to discuss it. No. I have some I to this day I have magic numbers. I'll make you laugh yeah. for years, many years ago, um I'm a never was as an athlete. All my kids are pretty good athletes, students, what have you, but I'm a never was. But since I had so many NBA aspirational dreams, I used to walk around with the NBA minimum salary in my wallet as a goal because I said, well, I'm never going to play. I didn't play any high school. I didn't play college. So I'm probably not going to make it there, but I certainly would like their money. So that number is there. And to this day for several situations. Just say the number to me. Everybody has a number. If you don't have a number, find out what that number right. is. So <laughs> when that opportunity presents itself, you're ready to act and don't be don't be shocked.
1: Yeah. That's where Kevin gets it from now. So he's always he'll call me every once every six months. What's your number? Yes. Because the numbers do the numbers can change. The, num- the numbers always change mm-hmm. because
0: you your your sixty day, your ninety day, your one year, your five year, ten year plans, they're moving targets. But you have to know what that number is in advance. So when that opportunity shows up, you have to know the answer. You can't debate because the next person is going to take that opportunity if if you're not sure. So be clear in your vision, clear in your goals. And uh, thank you. That's a funny and embarrassing story. (laughs) I'm glad you you shared it. People, if you haven't done so already, thank you for, for tuning in. If you haven't commented already, comment on what's in your glass for a chance to uh, win a free bottle of wine. If you like what you saw, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, tune in, stay tuned. Uh, this will wrap up Season 2, but we're looking forward to bringing you back some wonderful guests in Season 3. One time for Lauren. Hey, thanks for tuning in to watch Wine Down with Kev. If you like what you see, please click below to subscribe. Also, click on notifications. I want you to be aware of everything that's coming to the Kevin Spann YouTube channel. This will include everything that I stand for. Information, inspiration, and insurance. You can check out past episodes of Wind Down with Kev. You'll see my new podcast, The Real Estate Trifecta, that I do with some great guys. And also a bunch of other wonderful things that I have in my head that's going to come the video to you very soon. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe notifications, notification. It's all free. It's all fun. It's all good. Thank you.